Welcome to everyone. Special welcome to those who are here for the first time or who are new to the spiritual community. Tonight's gathering is about meditation, which is the core activity of this community. The goal of meditation is a simple one. It's to reach the state of contentment. You'd think that would be very easy. And yet contentment is probably the highest state that the human being can reach. And it's a virtue that contains all other virtues. Because if you're really content with what you have and are not seeking from some state of lack, then you are beyond suffering. You're at peace. You are liberated from most of the ills that plague humankind. How many people do you know who are in a state of contentment? real contentment. And so it's a very odd paradox that here we are aspiring to be content. Is that possible? To want to be in a state in which there are no wants. And to understand that paradox, we have to recognize that the ego mind, the ordinary state of consciousness that most people take for granted as their real self, is not the real self, but is a construct. It's artificial. You weren't born with your current identity. You built it. It was a work of art. Of course, you did this work of art when you were about three years old, and so you might want to redo it, because you put together to create your identity a little bit of your mother, a little of your father, a little bit of other family members, a little bit of the community, a little bit of the information overload that you were getting from TV, etc. And you created this, modified it over the first five or so years of your life, and then you assumed that that's who you were. And even when you repressed that and created a more adult-like personality, that remained underneath. A child wanting to be an adult. and feeling lack of power, lack of worthiness, lack of capacity to achieve your goals, lack of a sense of being lovable or deserving. And so the lacks get built into 
the structure of the ego mind. Even if you're not aware of it because it's repressed to a lower level of consciousness, it's usually there and it arises either as symptoms or anxiety or inhibitions or other pathologies of behavior, of attitude, of thinking, and of emotion. And so to be in a state of contentment, which is our real state, we have to find out who we really are underneath this ego construct. And then, if we wish, we can modify that construct and make it reflect the contentment of our real being. And not only that, but make it open to levels of consciousness that you weren't aware of when you constructed the ego as a closed system. And by making it an open system, you can access the infinite intelligence, wisdom, love, power of the universe, of which we are a part, not separate. And we have access to all that, but the ego mind tends to close it off in most people. And so by reaching a state of contentment with what we are, that all by itself depotentiates the ego and it disassembles it. It, it literally enables it to dissolve as this engine of desire and fear that's based on an illusion of lacking being. And so when we meditate, we go into the state of contentment by silencing the mind. Because it's the mind, the thoughts, that are constantly erupting with desire, with anger, which is the core of desire. Because whenever you don't get what you want, you get angry about it, right? So the anger is the hot molten nucleus around which the desire is the mantle. And the crust are those defense mechanisms of the ego that create a kind of narcissistic, loveless attitude in most people, which then results in more suffering and more negativity in one's life, more discontent. So all of this becomes a way of life for the ego. And we're undoing that in order to have a life that's at peace, that's happy, fulfilled, and creative, fulfilled because of the creativity that is our real nature, the joy, the love, the empowerment that is our real nature, that we may have forgotten through years of having suffered with a sense of inadequacy or lack of some kind. And so we start out the meditations by disbelieving in the ego mind and separating from it, becoming the witness of it, but not buying into the thoughts. It takes a while to stop the thoughts. Although the goal is to be in silence, you may not be able to say to the mind, stop, and have it 
obey you right away. We have to gain the power of self-mastery over the ego mind in order to be able to be in silence and contentment. That is a process, like taming a dog and training it to sit when you want and do other things that are appropriate and not growl at you all the time like our dog does. <laughs> we can't train, but our minds can be trained. And it can be trained through a consistent application of detachment and contentment. So although you can't stop the mind, you can disbelieve that it is you, it is an artifact of conditionings, but you are the unconditioned self. And by staying in that state and having distance from the thoughts that arise, gradually they get extinguished. And there are more gaps between your thoughts, more times when the mind is silent. And by focusing on the silence, the peace, the contentment that is present in those moments, it expands. And so you are reconditioning your consciousness now to reflect the state of your real being not of the demands of parents, their fantasies about what you should be and do and have and get, all of that, but according to the truth of your own heart's deepest desire. But to find that, we have to enter the heart. And to enter the heart, we have to silence the head and then move into that space that is the core of our consciousness. And we can do that best by asking the question, who am I? Really, who am I? What is that in me which is conscious? The mind is a series of objects, mental objects, that arise in consciousness. Words, images, emotions, other kinds of phenomena that are mental objects. Memories from the past, images of what you want the future to look like, dialogues you wish you had held with someone that you didn't, things like that that disturb your peace. We want to leave that and ask, who am I? What is the consciousness when it has been purified of all of those thoughts and those disturbing emotions? And if we keep the focus on what is it exactly that is witnessing all of this? What is the point of awareness? that is immutable, it is unchanging. The core of your being has not changed since your birth. Your body's gotten bigger, older, changed its form, your, your attitudes, your thoughts, your feelings may have changed, but that core of your being that witnesses all of it is unchanging, it's timeless and formless. It's not your body. Your body changes. It ages. 
the body will die. But this core of your consciousness is beyond time and space. It is immortal, eternal. But we have to discover that. And we can discover it only by entering into the heart in silence and sitting, abiding as the real self, in peace. And when we sit for long enough in that state, something changes. In fact, everything changes. Our values change. Our perception of reality changes. Our way of navigating through reality changes. The meaning and purpose of all of this changes. And great discoveries are made in that state of meditative silence. The greatest scientists, artists, musicians, composers, geniuses of every field have all testified to the fact that their greatest ideas were achieved when they were not thinking, when they were silently turned inward to the source of their consciousness, and they receive inspirations. Inspirations from a source that is beyond that of the ego mind. Beyond that part of the mind that identifies with the physical organism, and that is always in formless, silent presence, the mind of contentment. We call it the sat mind. And the more that we sit in that mind, the more we receive the inspirations, the guidance, the wisdom, the answers to all of the perplexing problems of life that we couldn't find in books, we couldn't find in other people, we couldn't find in films or TV or any other sources of information. Not even the internet has the answers to your life's problems, even though many people are still looking there. (coughs) So, why is it so difficult? I want you to practice today being in silence and notice that the mind wants to externalize. Even though it's peaceful, it's content, it feels lovely, beautiful to not have to think, to not have to leave that point of silent contentment, and yet there's an impulse to run away from yourself. Notice that tonight. Notice it and try to get to the root of it. Why do I run away from myself? Why can't I sit in silence? Why does the mind create narratives? Even angry, disturbing narratives that it doesn't even want to be engaged in. And yet it will do that rather than sit in a state of contentment. It's a very interesting enigma of human pathology. But it's not our natural state. And as soon as you recognize that, okay, I'm running away from myself. What am I running away from? What is the self I'm running away from? Because I don't even know what it is. You will discover that what you're running away from is the not knowing. The fear. That there is no self. 
when you silence the mind, that there is only this nothingness. And what all the great sages taught, whether it was Buddha, Christ, Socrates, you name it, Lao Tzu, the Taoist founder, they all said the same thing. Enter into the nothingness. Don't be afraid of it. Don't run away from it. And you will find that that emptiness is the infinite self. The self is egoless. It doesn't consist of an I thought. I want this. I should do that. I hate doing this. Why am I meditating? All, right. All of these thoughts that this is producing are not, have nothing to do with the self. Self is egoless. Even though the word ego means I, I and self are two completely different polarities of our being. So abide in the egoless state for long enough that you counteract this impulse to run away back into the ego. And you will find that this is the state of grace. This is what all the religious teachers and the spiritual guides have said is the portal to the infinite, to the Buddha mind, the Tao, the God self. The portal is through the silence, into the heart, and into the self that is without thoughts, but with absolute intuitive knowing of all that is. Knowing through being. Do this meditation as a scientific experiment and keep the principle of contentment with you throughout it so that you don't get angry at yourself when you get caught up in thoughts. Accept that. Ah, okay, back to silence. Keep going back into the heart, into the egoless state, and abide longer and longer in that state. And you can become the master over the mind tonight by the end of the meditation, if you want it enough. And even if you don't reach the total mastery, you will find that you'll be long enough in the silence that you'll get a taste of the bliss, the sweetness of the divine presence, the inner light, power of spirit that is within you. So if there's cynicism, if there's doubt, those are all products of the mind. That's a construct of your conditioning, your training, the scientistic mindset of our society. It's an ideological reflex. Find out for yourself by abiding in the silence long enough to taste the joy of pure presence. Don't get caught up in techniques. Don't worry whether you're doing it right because the goal is to not do anything at all. just be. So let's 
enter into the path of self-discovery.